Dear listeners, Sairam, welcome to Fleeting Moments, Lasting Memories. In this series, we bring you conversations with former students of Bhagwan's schools and colleges. Our guest today is from California, US. Mrs. Malini Gadepalli studied at the Sri Satyasai Higher Secondary School for 9th and 10th grade. And then she went on to study at Baba's Anantapur College for intermediate studies followed by a bachelor's degree in English literature from the Sri Satyasai Institute of Higher Learning, Anantapur campus. After her marriage, Malini pursued a degree in liberal studies in the US. Malini has been a Balvikas teacher for 19 years now in California. This is a two-part conversation and we now bring you its second part. This conversation was recorded in our studio on August 2012. If you have missed part one of this engaging conversation, dear listeners, you can download it or listen to it on our website radiosci.org forward slash sci students. So over now to Mrs. Malini Gadepalli in conversation with Radio Sai's Karuna Munshi. And the next day, he came out, the darshan, we sat down, and he came out and he said, all of you have brought a good name to Swami. Ask me whatever you want, I will give. And we looked at him and we said, Swami, just you and he picked up his robe and he said take padmanaskar oh my god take and he walked amongst us and let us just have him and talk to each and every one of us and you were just 20 odd people and we were just 20 of us what an opportunity it i mean maybe it happens to boys more often but hearing it from a for girl us, yeah. it's so rare it was incredible and i remember at that time saying swami give me something that i will never forget for my lifetime and he just stopped and looked into the depths of my soul and looked and looked and looked and it was just him and it was just love that's it we don't need anything else in this life just him and at that time i remember because our minds were not working our hearts were overflowing and he looked at me and he pointed to a girl and he said your sister must have been in another lifetime but i have a younger brother so all i said is swami no my brother <laughs> and he looked at me i wanted to tell him swami my brother is in the primary school but he looked at me like poor this is my confused daughter <laughs> poor thing <laughs> and i wonder how your friend felt about it by <laughs> this day we are like sister sister because god called us sisters, sisters. Uh, and and you you turned her into a brother so okay <laughs> maybe who knows she just laughed and um, bhajan was over and we usually wait until the public leaves before we leave and as we were sitting there the side blue door next to the krishna statue in the mandir the kitchen door it opened after bhajan and after most of the crowd had left and swami came and we rushed to the door and he said you'll be hungry on your journey back so here are sweets for you 
and he gave us boxes of jhangri fresh and we looked at him unable to speak because such love we had never experienced in our lives and we said just we couldn't say anything actually we didn't say anything we just looked at him and swami said what else do you want and we said swami bless all our sisters in the hostel because only 20 of us have come but there's hundreds back in anantapur he said my blessings are with all of them then we had missed our pre final exams with this whole practice and coming to prashantanalayam and then our finals exams were approaching our semester end and uh, one of the girls said swami please bless us to do well in our exams and he said all of you will do well needless to say the scores we got that semester none of us had ever gotten in our lives it was the highest scores that we had ever received his grace can make anything happen anything happen anything and so with hearts overflowing we clutched those boxes got our stuff in some kind of divine euphoria and got into the bus can't you imagine what state of mind you must have been all blissed out i don't think we had minds <laughs> we were just totally mind free that must just, be a very blissful yeah. state to be in unaware of anything i don't think we could feel the ground we were walking on and then we got our luggage got into the bus and our teacher said we'd like to thank the teachers in the institute for letting us use the auditorium and they went into the auditorium we were in the bus and suddenly one of the girls said swami because he came out in the car to wave goodbye to us so through every bus window the car was going like a snail he looked out the window and smiled and waved at every bus window to say goodbye to us we didn't even know how to react what, what a to memory wave. what an experience to have do you revisit it in your heart many times many times and what i got out of that is when you give your all for god when you don't think of sleep or food or anything but pleasing him oh my goodness how much he gives us back you know how he says take one step towards me and i will take a hundred towards you he showed us in that experience so you finished these glorious 5 years in anantpur and uh, subsequently you got married so me had a role to play in that as well Yes he actually told my parents to get me married after degree and um didn't want me to continue studying till I got married and I love studying so I said Swami I want to study he said after marriage mm-hmm. and he actually told my parents to bring lists like do the background check and he would do the final selection so they would go with lists into the interview room and he would check them of off of potential candidates of potential candidates and um, he finally chose my husband and i'm sure that was a foolproof method because swami knew everything about everybody yes he could see through every person yes so did he choose wisely for you his decision is always wise we are the ones who have to deal with his wisdom <laughs> has it been fun it has been a mix of everything but i have to say with swami it's always fun always fun so um 
I remember once my parents were going in a car and they said God's mercy is always bountiful always great and then um, but is he there now and the car in front of them had a license plate and it said mercy baba oh wow always fun with him mm-hmm. so uh, now that uh, you are a mother of two young children who are both teenagers and you live in Cupertino California you're teaching in the public school system in California grade 3 how do you bring what you have received from swami bountiful your stories are amazingly interesting and you've had really good chances with swami how do you translate all this grace and love into what you do and who you are today because teaching is a profession swami always places on the pedestal he has said repeatedly the doctors and teachers are two professions where you can actually make a very positive impact in society uh teaching is actually my passion mm-hmm. and very close to my heart when i asked swami what i should do he said be a balvikas teacher and so literally i have taught balvikas in 19 the sat- years now in the in the satyas organization in uh, in my center which is the sa- central san jose sai center but balvikas means the blossoming of the human child and every child is god's child so even though i'm teaching in california and my children come from all over the world they are his children and so i teach values embedded in every subject i teach all subjects and so from morning till afternoon they see my face i see theirs and i treat each of them as his children and make them really really understand what does being good mean because we tell children be good but what does it look like what does it mean so i have value of the week every week and i really try because we have to be models for the children so i have to respect them i have to love them equally i have actually a jar of sticks with their names on it and i close my eyes and pull sticks to see which child should answer because i'm human if i just keep calling children i might accidentally call the same child twice and not call another child and that is not okay because they'll feel hurt inside so i close my eyes and pull sticks until all the sticks are gone all the children get called on and really try to teach the kids like i tell swami's teachings to the children we're not allowed to talk about god yes, in the public school public system public school system so how do you do it talk values values god is okay, human values okay i have a question now if you uh, integrate your teaching practices with universal human values which is what balvikas is actually at the bar- end of the day all about do you face any challenges in um, making your cl- class climate somewhat different and more values oriented are there any policy challenges administrative challenges none because values are in sync with everything which parent or administrator will say if you say tell children tell the truth and they'll say oh no 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 that's not okay or you tell children be uh, you know cooperative or be loving be kind that's what it's all about that's and what I it's all about that, uh, many teachers don't realize what power they have to influence uh, the climate in their class that's what we have learned in sschw anybody any teacher can bring that into a class what is the response like from your parents actually um they really want their kids to be in my class and i don't think it's because of me it's because of swami and because they have value every week i'm strict they have exams every week because i teach all subjects so i keep rotating and um i finish all portions and make sure they understand it in a variety of ways because swami says you have to make sure every child is understanding and i tell them i love all of you equally and so but if you don't behave i have to discipline you 
and i keep using swami as the role model because he's our master teacher when he addressed us in discourses he never said only one person is good he said all of you are divyatma swarupa to swami's uh, when you bring a mention of swami and make a reference to him i don't okay i only talk values okay you only talk but values. i'm saying for us I when see. swami said prema swarupalara oh, or divyatma swarupalara use exclusivity he never was exclusive yeah. he made all, all of us, us feel, feel capable okay. of reaching god so you replicate his model yes. in whichever way you can without yes. has anybody ever questioned you where is all this wisdom coming from yes what do you say um one of my colleagues is actually uh, she follows the muslim faith and she said um, there's something different about your class and i really feel that when the values trickle down to the kids the atmosphere in the class is different it's actually easier to teach yeah, because, because you have less time to waste on disciplining exactly. them exactly Uh-huh. you tell them you respect them, them yeah. you show them you love them they will do anything for you mm. and so teaching is not that difficult so what did you tell your muslim so colleague? i told her it's because of the institute and the college that i went to so she said where did you go so i told her i'm a student at the sri satyasai institute of higher learning and i have to say that is my greatest pride in life that i went there and it is his grace and she said oh isn't that satyasai baba and i said yes and she said no wonder and now she has started reading about swami and she said he says all religions are one i said yes she said there's people talk about it but nobody follows it here i see people actually following yeah beautiful very well said malini i have to ask you this question you've been coming here since your childhood since you were in grade 9 and you've known swami since the age of 5 after the mahasamadhi for a lot of people a lot has changed seemingly but for you the enthusiasm to run to darshan to do your duty to be in prashanti to sing bhajan it seems like nothing has changed explain please where can god go god doesn't go anywhere he's everywhere and he shows his presence in so many ways he appears to people he comes in dreams and um, when i had come back soon after the mahasamadhi and my heart was torn apart and i felt swami every time i come you look at me now who will look and in the mandir that huge picture of swami sitting on the chair on the lady's side the thought came i'm looking at you and i'm not even blinking and i feel his love and his energy so much and i asked a sevadal who was sitting in front of my building uncle How can you be smiling so much when his physical form is not here? And he said, "What are you saying, child? People are writing to him, and answers are falling from pictures. Materializations are happening everywhere. He is being seen in so many places around the globe. He is continuing his work. We have to continue ours." And that really, really made sense to me. He is continuing to do his work. We have to do ours. And when I went back to the United States on the flight my son had gotten some food poisoning and was having diarrhea 20 times and uh, was very very sick and I took him to the doctor and couldn't move out of the house. A week later my husband came from India and had 104 fever and when I took him to the doctor they said he had pneumonia and he was very sick and I was starting work on Monday. so it was exhausting taking care of you know a sick family and, and being jet lagged and being jet lagged myself and having so much mm-hmm. going on 
and usually my husband is the one who wakes me in the morning and says okay go and it was the first day of school and i was thinking how will i get up in the morning and i fell asleep in the god's room and exactly at the time that i was supposed to wake up the light was switched on and i opened my eyes and no one was there everybody in my house was sleeping in different rooms and it was quiet but the light was turned on to wake me up and this is in san jose california where has he gone he has gone nowhere uh, malini you your fondest experiences of your student days uh, relate to swami as you just told us and how his presence made up for all the cultural differences the academic challenges then how do you explain the fact that in this year 2012 you have enrolled your two teenagers in swami school when swami is not in the form i understand he's everywhere what you're saying and he hasn't gone anywhere but what held you here the anchor was the physical contact and you you were very fortunate you've had so many interactions with him your children don't have the opportunity or the chance and yet your family chose to enroll your son in grade 11 is it and your daughter in 9 in the shri satyasai higher secondary school at prashant nilayam i'm sure they have access to wonderful public school system and private schools in california why how do you explain this decision my strong belief is that since he's everywhere and he'll always be there he was there is there will always be there and when i was crying after the mahasamadhi my brother said the physical form was not present where we lived in the us but you had so many experiences so why are you so shattered and i thought about it and it's so true he shows his presence in so many ways and my tremendous belief is that every single child that enrolls under the name of the sri satya sai whether it's primary school high secondary school or institute of higher learning will have their own experience with him it's not a human being it's god where can god go and he will make sure that each of them has the experience that they need and honestly speaking as a mother my greatest desire for my children is that they connect to swami the way he allowed me to connect to him and i firmly believe that here it is possible Yes education you can get anywhere coursework you can make up anywhere and there are good colleges and schools everywhere in the world but god started this here there's a reason he walked every step of every building he walked in all the halls his the kitchen the washrooms exactly the exactly and all the people who are working there have been directly guided by him It and it's surprising that after mahasamadhi one is tending to notice their tremendous dedication with even more so now yeah absolutely because this is a lifetime of commitment absolutely. and it's not going to waver at any no. cost and i thought as his student if i do not send my children and show that this is the best institutions of the world then who will we are his own that's what he called us then we have to be the example in every way very well said malini because i notice a lot of the student population in both the primary school and the higher secondary school the girls and the boys section are children of swami's former children so this is the second generation that is receiving the gift of satyasa education and is such a huge validation and vote of confidence in the validity of what swami taught us and many of these parents are quite capable of financially affording 
fancy private schools, but they all consciously choose Swami's school. That tells you volumes about what happens in Prashantinilayam. So Malini, uh, are there any instances where you felt um, challenged and you or troubled times in your life where you had to fall back on Swami's teachings, his teachings to rescue you and you felt his intervention and presence that saw you through the problem? Many times. You recall any? <laughs> yes. In school, Sanskrit was very, very difficult for me. In primary school? In primary school, here. yeah. And uh, I was actually very, very scared because I was taking my 10th board exams and didn't know much at all. And the night before the board exam, he came in my dream and showed me the entire Sanskrit board paper. The daughter was so ignorant, I couldn't even read the questions <laughs> properly. So I have to say, it's not so much about the paper, but the fact that no matter what anxieties, fears, troubles, tribulations we have in our life, he's always there. That's what I got out of it. So I took the exam with confidence, not because I knew the material, not because I knew the questions, because I couldn't even read them properly, but because Swami was there. So needless to say, of course I passed. Then another time I remember missing him a lot and going through a rough patch. And in asking, California? In California. After your marriage? After my marriage, after my kids. My kids had gone to school. I was alone at home. And I said, I went to Swami's picture. And I actually, the picture has an abhayahasta. I put my hands on his hands and I tapped them. And I said, Swami, you showed me so much love before. Now I need you. Now I need help. And I tapped on the picture. Then I uh, cried, finished crying, and then thought that sometimes to calm myself down, it'll be good to have a hot drink. So I went to make myself a cup of cocoa. And I opened the cupboard where I keep all the material to make a hot drink. And there was a packet of Milo that was sealed. Milo is like a chocolate drink. And it was sealed. It was a sealed packet. And um, so I put the hot water to boil and uh, took scissors, cut the packet and I put the cup in front of me and I was pouring the packet. The Milo. The Milo. Powder. Out of the packet. Mm. And instead, Vibhuti packets, chocolates and Swami's pictures were in the packet. There was no chocolate powder. In the sealed Milo packet. In the sealed Milo packet. How did you react? I cried because, out of joy, because he's such a loving God. He hears our prayers. He's aware of our everything and he makes us realize that his presence is divine. He hears every thought. He watches every tear drop, but he doesn't intervene all the time. Just as a mother, if a toddler is walking, if it doesn't let it walk and fall, it will never learn to walk. So he doesn't always show his presence not because he's not there, not because he doesn't care, but because he's watching us. He wants us to be stronger. He wants us to rely on the God within, not just on the God without. So he doesn't always come. But when he does, it's very sweet. And that was one of the times. And when he doesn't, there's a good reason for it. Absolutely. He's watching, he's there, but he doesn't show his presence. Not at that time, time. sometimes. Yeah. He knows what's best, best for, us. for us. Sometimes if he shows his presence, we become weaker. So he doesn't. He knows when is the best time. And he knows when it's our breaking point. So that was a very um, just lovely incident where he showed his presence. I was alone at home. And then I ran to the altar and I said, Swami, thank you, thank you, thank you. 
another time i remember where uh, just to show his omnipresence before i left parthi the girls used to sit in the front and take swami's permission to leave and i told him in my telugu which is not 100% instead of said saying i'll go and come back i said swami i'll go and he looked at me and i said amma and i my mother and i and he looked at me and he said ha huh? he said go and come then he walked a few steps and he looked at me and he said canada and in my life i had never been to canada i was brought up in the us always went around the us but never to canada so i looked at him in that few milliseconds and thought maybe he means the north american continent and i just nodded and he looked through me created vibhuti put it in my hand splashed the rest all over me and walked away after i took pad namaskar after mentioning the word canada yes and i was just very ecstatic because had darshan sparshan samarshan and thought wow this is it this is before i got married a year and a half later after marriage my husband had a business trip and i accompanied him to the east coast of the united states and he said since you come with me i'll take a week off and we'll go to canada it was a road trip so we went on the road and went to the eastern part of canada and needless to say since we were on the road for so long he was missing indian food and said why don't you ask if there's an indian restaurant nearby and they speak only french and i had learned 4 years of french and was very eager to show off to my new husband and spoke and got an answer but instead of admitting that i was confused i just kept saying we oui, we oui, like yes yes and pulled it off gave my husband totally wrong directions and we got lost finally he said so this let's this was in quebec this was in montreal montreal in quebec province yes and then we drove he said you know what it's so late let's just go back home it was 10 in the night we were on this deserted highway and i was looking at the map and i realized that the exit to the hotel that we were staying in was on the left not on the right as we are used to in the us and i said oh we have to go on this exit which is on the left so since it was a deserted highway he just quickly went into the left lane but didn't see in his blind spot that there was a huge van and it hit us and on the impact i just shouted sairam sairam it was a curve and our car started going over the railing it was tilting what we didn't know but the driver behind who had hit us knew was the st lawrence river was there underneath underneath it's a seaway st lawrence seaway is enormous huge a, a car would be like a little fish in it yes and we were going over the railing so the van hit us again usually in accidents they won't hit you twice to make us flip over flip over and prevent you from and prevent us from going over the river and with a screeching of brakes and a big smash we came to a halt my husband asked me are you okay i didn't have a scratch i asked him he didn't have a scratch he said let's see if the people behind are all right it was such a huge accident somebody must have been injured there was one lone driver in the van behind us he didn't have a scratch their vehicles were smashed the axle of the van was broken in two the side of the car was beyond recognition but nothing happened and then my husband and that driver were exchanging their uh, driver's licenses and vehicle information and i was just standing on the side no vehicles were there it was totally dark and it's a highway i it's guess it's a highway night and a watchman appeared with a 
cap, gold buttons, a gold watch, full sleeves and totally decked up. And he came and asked in English, in a French-speaking province, is everything okay? Is everyone all right? And we said, yes, yes. And he said, do you need any help? And at that time, my husband said, no, thank you. And then as he was taking the information, he thought maybe he was a witness to the accident. It'll be useful for the police report. And he said, oh, call the watchman. And we all turned and nobody was there. And that on a highway where you're, uh, you're not legally supposed to have any pedestrians, zero pedestrians. And Swami had said Canada and Vibhuti and... One and a half years ago, later. before I was even married. Mm. How much care, how much how attention much, to detail, how much? how much love. We cannot even fathom. Wonderful talking to you. Uh, your final thoughts on who is Bhagwan Sri Satisai Baba for you, Malini Gadipalli. Words cannot describe who he is. Guru, guide, God, mother, father, teacher, dearest, nearest friend, don't do justice. He is love, love. And just to end, two days ago, when I put my head on the Mahasamadhi, I heard his voice. And he said it in Telugu, and I'll say it in Telugu, and then I'll translate. Prema, 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 idi na agnya. Love, love, love. That is my command. He was love, is love, will always be love. And that is who He is for me. And that is His command, so we need to practice. Yes. On that loving note, I thank you profusely for sharing your thoughts and time with us. Sairam. Sairam. Sairam, you just heard the second part of a two-part conversation with Mrs. Malini Gadepalli from California, US. This was recorded in our studio on August 2012 and in conversation with her was Radio Sai's Karuna Munshi. If you have missed part one of this engaging interview, you can download it or listen to it on our website radiosai.org forward slash Sai students. Well, this came to you as a part of a weekly series, Fleeting Moments, Lasting Memories, in which we bring you reflections of former students of Bhagwan's schools and colleges. We hope you enjoyed it. Your comments and feedbacks on this are welcome. You can reach us through email. Our email ID is listener at radiosci.org. Thank you and Sairam. <laughs>